0: Talk shoes. recorded live. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start our program this evening. Our topic is a continuation and the uh, final episode of the class on doing things that please God. And we're going to go ahead and put you on mute right now and then uh, open up the lines near the end for some questions or comments. We appreciate the word of God because that's all we have, the word of God, because uh, when things get crazy and difficult, we're so thankful that the word of the Lord endures forever. And so we're thankful. A quick review of the things that we've already covered in terms of those things that please the Lord. Uh, We stated that one, acts of faith please the Lord. Two, preaching the message of the gospel and the cross pleases the Lord. Obeying God's commands pleases the Lord. Interceding for members of the church and leaders also pleases the Lord. I can provide you with scriptures later on if so, uh, if you so desire. And those were the first two areas that we covered. And so in this. Final portion, the fifth thing that uh, we look at as pleasing the Lord is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and uh, I'm going to read that in your hearing, beginning at verse number 1. There's several things here in this particular reading that I'd like to, to share with you because I know it's so significant and important for us. And beginning at verse number one, furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. For ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not under lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despises, despises not man, but God, who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, ye know not that I write unto you, For ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed, you do it toward all the brethren which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more, and that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you, that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may lack nothing." Okay, um, I know that the, the reading was a little bit lengthy, but it was pretty much uh, getting to the point of the teaching that the Apostle Paul was teaching the, third, the church at Thessalonica to walk and to please God. That is their life and their walk has to please God. So there are, there are three particular areas that we wanted to focus in on from this fourth chapter. And so, and particularly in verse number three, he says, for this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. So basically, the thing that pleases God is sanctification, that is to abstain from behavior that dishonors your body. In this particular case, he's mentioning uh, fornication, uh, or even in the areas of lust of concupiscence, which is really just unbridled lust. And so that's one of the areas there, and the uh, the second thing uh, he talked a little bit about is in verse number nine, where he said, "But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another." So to love your brothers and sisters, and to generally demonstrate that is an act that pleases God because it brings unity in the body of Christ. And it's a great thing when you have men and women of God that get along well and are always looking out for each other. I mean, you know, that's where God sends a blessing, when he sees unity. And so we appreciate it when you have people that you can get along with, that you uh, share things in common with, you go out of your way for each other, and uh, that allows for uh, not only fellowship but healing, for intercession when we love one another. And the third thing is in verse number 11 where he says, and that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. So the third thing here is work, work. Because you have many of the Christians at the church in Thessalonica, they stopped working because they were preaching and telling people that the Lord was coming at any moment. So a lot of them, they just quit their jobs and just hung around and was eating from people's house and going from house to house and basically kind of mooching off other people because they weren't working. And so the Bible even says if a man don't work, he don't eat. And so it's very important for us to realize that uh, it's important for us to be about our our business, whatever it may be, to be about our business so that it maintains a, uh, a family structure that doesn't allow for the enemy to come in and create division. So you see, sanctification, brotherly love, and work pleases the Lord. In fact, even the Lord worked. He worked six days and rested on the seventh day. And so uh, it's okay for us to work. Amen. All right. And then, so that's so that's the fifth area: sanctification, brotherly love, and work. And so you can actually you know add those three separately. All right. And then the sixth area. I'd like you to look at Hebrews chapter number thirteen. Hebrews thirteen. Some very interesting information coming out of this thirteenth chapter. All right. Give you just a moment to turn there. Okay. All right. It says here in verse fifteen in this thirteenth chapter of Hebrews. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forgive not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. So you see a few things here that God is pleased with. He's pleased when we offer the sacrifice of praise. In fact, he says, do this continually. The more you pray and praise the Lord, it gives God a good feeling. It pleases him. He loves it when we can come in with a praise, end with a praise. And it's a sacrifice. You see, when you, when you give God praise, you are going out of your way. It's not just something that you do when things are going well. You should praise the Lord when things are not going well. Give Him praise because He's the God of all flesh. And there's nothing too hard for Him. Things may be difficult, but your praise tells God, I believe Him. And I know things are going to work out together for my good. And so you want to offer the sacrifice of your lips. It's not just clapping your hands, it's opening up your mouth. It's opening up your mouth and giving God thanks. Giving him praise, letting them know how wonderful he is, how thankful you are for another day, and that gives God. uh, It gives him praise, and he's thankful. And you're, I mean, I mean, you should be thankful because it, it pleases the Lord. So the more we praise the Lord, the more we exalt His name, it pleases Him. Hallelujah! Not only that, but He said, "But to do good and to communicate, forget not. That is, do good for other people." Go out of your way. Go out of your way. The more you go out of your way, it also is, is, is letting God know that you, uh, you love the brethren and you love people. And so you're, step, you're stepping in the place whereby God will work through you to represent him. And so doing good but also communicating means sharing what you have. Share what you have. Hallelujah. Share your blessings. Share what God has provided for you. And with that, God is pleased with that sacrifice. So when you share, just like if you got $10 and you share $5, that's a sacrifice because you could have kept it for yourself. But the Lord wants to know how much do you really want to please me? If you please him with sharing and doing good for other people and sharing your blessings, that pleases God. And, you know, when you start pleasing the Lord, He's going to send down a blessing. That's just like sowing. My wife and I were talking earlier this evening about uh, how do you sow? How do you sow a seed if you don't have any, any money? Well, see, you can, share, you can share your time. You can sow time. You can take time with people. You can go out of your way and visit the sick. And you can uh, share the testimonies that God has blessed you with, and that's sowing the seed because you're going to be providing hope and encouragement for somebody who otherwise might give up. And so when you share what God has provided for you, even if it's not money, it also pleases the Lord because you're willing to share of what has already occurred in your life, not just what you want to happen, but you praise God for what he's already done. Amen. That's wonderful. All right. Now, uh, let's move on just a little bit further. Let's look at Philippians, chapter number two. That's Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. All right. Look here. And uh, and I hope you have some questions because well, I'm going to, I know I'm going a little bit fast, but I'm, I don't want to just drag things along. So if you have some questions, please feel free to uh, to share those questions toward the end. So in case I skipped over something and you need some further clarification, I'll be able to do that, all right? In Philippians chapter number 12 and verse number 13, it says this, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I'm going to read that again. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and and to do of His good pleasure, praise the Lord. All right. And so we see here now that as we walk with the Lord, we should manifest His life through us. As we walk with the Lord, we're making Christ known to those that don't know Him. So we're working out our salvation. In, in fear. That is, we're, we're doing it not out of our own abilities, not out of our own strength, but we're doing it out of Christ. We're doing it through Him. That is, in our own humanity, which is sometimes fearful and trembling, do it anyway. All right? Manifest the life of Christ, make Him known, and continually be obedient, but also. Bear some fruit. Bear some fruit. Make sure that you're working it out. That is, you are actually engaged in Christian living all the time, not just on Sunday, but on Monday through Saturday. You're still letting your light shine. You're being an example of a godly man or a godly woman, and you're making sure that people know that you are a child of God. My question to you, those of you that are working and those of you that are out in the public in various uh, endeavors, Do people know that you love the Lord? Do people know that Jesus is Lord in your life? Or is it a secret? Or one of those Nicodemus Christians where you just want to come to the Lord by night and just, you know, go to church on a religious basis, but people don't know who you are. Working out your soul's salvation is really living out the purpose for which he called you. You're living out your Christian walk. You're making sure that it's a part of your daily life, that this is your life. Jesus is our life, not just on Sunday, but every day. How many of you all are praying in your home, on your knees, or, you know, praising the Lord in your house, or, you know, reading your Bible? turning off the television and spending time alone with the Lord. We have great opportunities to really become stronger men and women of God, but we've got to make sure that this is a part of a daily working out our salvation, so much so that the purposes for which Christ has saved you can be manifested. So not only are you being obedient to God by, uh, you know, letting your light shine, but you're bearing fruit. You're making sure that people are growing out of your example, out of your testimony, that you're bringing men and women to the Lord? When was the last time you brought somebody to Jesus? When was the last time somebody followed you to the house of God and gave their life to the Lord? You ought to make it your business that this year you're going to bring so many people. You can state your own number, but there comes a time when you have to call yourself out, I want you to call yourself out. I want you to confront yourself. When was the last time somebody gave their life to Jesus because of you? I think it's something we need to challenge ourselves with so that the enemy will not get the advantage over us by making us cold Christians. You shouldn't be a cold Christian. You should be a red-hot Christian because you're working out or living out your soul's salvation. You see, when you live out a thing, that means you're excited about it and you don't mind who knows about it. And so we need some red hot Christians, people that are on fire and excited about the Lord. And so it should be your desire. It should be your ambition. It should be your challenge this year to go out of your way and bring souls to the Lord. Amen. And so we should do that. We should do it on a regular basis. All right? And and, and know that God is helping you for the Bible says, "It is God which worketh in you, both to will That is, to have the desire and the ability to do his good pleasure. Isn't that something that the Lord will even help you to do his will? He'll even put the desire in you, and that should be one of our our regular uh, prayers. Lord, just let the fire burn in me. Let the desire for walking with you be inside of me, Lord God. Set my soul on fire so that people would want to come and watch me burn in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you come to the house of God, you ought to be walking and leaping and praising God like the lame man was that Peter prayed for when he told a young man, listen, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given to you, rise up and walk. And so he was found walking and leaping and praising God in the temple. That was his next behavior. And so people ought to get excited about God just because of you. I dare you to, to set yourself on fire with the Holy Ghost and let people come to the house of God and watch you burn in the name of Jesus. And the last area is in Philippians chapter number 4. The last thing I want to share with you in terms of those things that please God is in Philippians. Chapter number four. And I'll read in your hearing, beginning at verse number 15. All right. And uh, this is Paul talking to the church at Philippi. And he's saying, now ye Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated or shared with me as concerning giving, and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, ye said once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I, have I, but I have all and abounded in full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell. A sacrifice, acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Hallelujah. And then the scripture goes on to say, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So this, this, this final area I want to cover in terms of doing those things that please God is helping to meet the needs of those laboring in the gospel. i repeat helping to meet the needs of those laboring in the gospel. And you see, Paul, he's giving basically uh, accolades to the Philippians because of the monies and the gifts that they sent to him when he was in Macedonia. And he was so grateful for that. And also, they helped him again when he was in Rome. And he was just acknowledging the fact that they helped him. And we should help people that are laboring in the gospel, help people that are doing ministry. Uh-huh. If you can't go to a foreign land or go out on a mission field, at least you can help support someone who is going. And it's important that you realize that there are people that just need a little bit of assistance so that they can carry on the work of the Lord. And it might be helping a missions group locally or helping the minister or helping the missionaries or those people that are going out and evangelizing, helping them. God is pleased with that because he sees that we're willing to share of our gifts so someone else can carry on the work of the Lord. And I believe that if we would support others, then God would send people to support us, and they help us to survive difficult times. In fact, I know myself that the Lord has assigned some people to me. It seems like no matter where I am or what's going on, they're always there to provide just a little bit of support for me. And believe you me, I thank the Lord for that. They just might, Somebody just may uh, once in a while slip a $100 bill in my hand. Not knowing that I probably only had $2. And so that has made a phenomenal difference in my life is to have people that are looking out for me that are helping in ministry. And I'm not just talking about pastors, I'm talking about anybody that's involved with the work for the Lord to support people, support people that are involved in music ministry, and musicians, and teachers. And, and those that are just trying to go out in the streets in the local community to provide food or shelter, you can help that cause. You may not be able to want, be the one actually going out and distributing it, but you can supply some of the finances or some of the food that they need to carry on ministry. Or you may just see someone involved in, in, in a work for the Lord and they need uniforms and they need someone to help to undergird their expenses. So that's where you can fit in. And I'm believing that the Lord is in the blessing business right now because that's sowing seed, and it pleases God because they that, you know, live uh, from the gospel, you know, they, they have to be supplied through the gospel, the necessary substance that they need. And so the apostle Paul was grateful, and I think we should be grateful for the opportunity to serve others, to just bless other people, and I praise the Lord for each one of you, and I'm going to take everybody off of a, off of mute and allow some time for some uh, some questions, and perhaps uh, anyone that has any uh, things that they want to share real briefly, but we want to be mindful of our time, and so do we have any questions this evening? Anybody, anybody. No questions? All right. I must. I must. I must be doing all right there. No questions. Oh my goodness. Go ahead. All right. And so it's important for us to make sure that our life is pleasing. To the Lord in all areas, I'm going to repeat, sanctification, some brotherly love, making sure that you're working, praising God, doing good, sharing our blessings with others, making sure that we're working out our soul's salvation with fear and trembling, uh, and helping to meet the needs of others that are laboring in the gospel. Praise the Lord. All right. All um, right. No questions. All right, so we're doing all right then. All right. I want to encourage you to, uh, to call in on the Praise Break prayer line if you have any specific prayer needs. That number for the uh, prayer line, which is at 530 in the morning from 530 to 6, is area code 209-647-1000. That's area code 209-647-1000. And the access code is 461-247-POUNDS, okay? Now, do we, do, do we have any? Do you need the number again? Yeah. All right, it's area code 209-647-1000. And the access code is 461 461- 247, somebody else is talking. I, I hope I'm not, you're not interfering with somebody getting the number. And, and the, the access code is 461-247-POUNDS, okay? All right. Now, does anyone have any, any particular prayer needs this evening before we release the line? Yes, me and Sister Mary. Okay, Sister Mary. Could you just keep it in prayer that I get my house? And also Bishop I was gonna ask you, having faith pleases God also, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we covered that we covered that in the first class. Oh sorry. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. That's Hebrew eleven six. We covered that. That that was an act of faith. Act of faith pleases God. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that's okay. very important. All right, any other prayer needs? Anyone has this evening? Uh, yes, yeah, this is Brother Troy. Okay. We heard, uh, we're Actually, I want to say a prayer for you. We prayed for a young man the other day. His name was Carlos for his back, and I seen his mother today, and she said he's fine. She, he anointed him with some oil, and he's doing very good. Isn't God good? God is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, better, you better keep praying. Keep on praying. Don't stop. Nah, nah. That that that's a good thing you're doing. Keep on praying. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Does anybody else have any prayer needs or any um praise reports? Awesome class, Bishop. Amen. Well thank you. Thank you. Well we're looking forward to the Lord doing some great things. I want you all to know that God is moving by his spirit Excuse me. And he wants us to just stay on fire for him. Let the Lord use you. Do things. The reason why we have the class is that we would do things that please the Lord. Every day, we want the Lord to use you in a way that pleases him. So we want you to be excited. Be excited. Be excited. Stay excited for the Lord. And we're looking for the Lord to, to continue to heal. And you want to be the vessel. You want to be the vessel that God uses because people are going to be saved when they see us. When they see us doing the will of God, they'll be inspired and want to turn their lives over. So I'm believing for a great revival. Uh, And if you have an opportunity to be in the Long Beach area starting next Wednesday, not not tomorrow, but the, the 18th, we will have Apostle Paula Green with us all the way from Wilmington, Delaware. Apostle, yes, Paula Green from Wilmington, Delaware, should be with us at Praise Temple from the 18th to the 22nd, that Wednesday all the way to Sunday, the 22nd. And you are going to come through and really be blessed. So she's got a word for the body of Christ. So you want to uh, share that with others, and if you happen to be in the area, please stop by. We thank the Lord. Amen. We want you all to have a great evening. Keep reading your Bible, keep on praying, don't give up, don't quit. Keep your eyes on Jesus more than anything else. We're going to pray, and then we're going to release the line. Father, we thank you for all things. Lord God, continue to keep your people. Let your word dwell richly in their hearts by the Holy Ghost. Lead us and guide us for the remainder of this week. We're looking for miracles to be manifested. And I pray, oh God, for each person that called in on the spiritual fitness line tonight to be just overwhelmed with your glory, to let their light shine, and that you will be pleased with them as they allow you to use them greatly, saving saving multitudes this week. We're believing, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, I'll remain on for just a few moments in case anyone has any other questions. All right, God bless you. Have a great evening. Hey, Bishop, it's Donna. Yes. Uh-huh. I have a question. Um, How you doing, dear? Be... I'm sorry? It's good to hear your voice. Oh, good to, good to hear it. I, I text you, so obviously you could disregard the text. We made it on, so me, Sugar, and Henry are here listening. Absolutely Wonderful. Beautiful excellent thank the lord for you guys oh it was beautiful so is this going to be it though you know know, every 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 tuesday evening at eight o'clock oh okay every every tuesday evening at eight o'clock okay awesome yes yes. Yes. praise the lord all right well oh thank the lord for you all uh, we, we'll be looking, at t- looking up to see you guys the next time we come that way. Oh, and excellent. Okay, we'll do the same. All right. Okay, love be blessed. You I love you, too. Take care. So Mama Riley, we said hello. Love her, too. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anybody else? All right. Well, you all have a great evening. Thank God for you.